Thank you all for tuning into another episode. And as always, Daddy No would like to thank their sponsor, Happiness Cupcakes Dessert Bakery in West Laco, Texas, off 614 South Texas Boulevard. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 to 7 and 10 to 6 on Saturdays. Thank you, guys. And let's start the show. Welcome everybody to another episode of Daddy Do. Today's episode is being done at uh, 3.20 in the morning. Why? Because I'm going to take my son fishing in a few hours. That's right. I'm a great father like that. He's like, Dad, I want to go fishing. I'm like, you know what, son? I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to take you fishing, son. And that's what I'm going to go do. And he's going to have amazing stories and be like, I have the greatest dad ever. He is so amazing and everything. And he's like tall and he's not fat at all. He's not like... You might think it is just potential muscle, which is basically muscle. So that's the way he's going to think of me. Uh, or prob- or maybe I'll just get bored of fishing after 30 minutes and be like, oh, it's too hot. And we'll go to the pool and I'll drink a beer and he'll get a juice box. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Either way, it's going to be fun. Why am I doing this right now and I haven't done it before? I've taken him fishing, but he always asked to go fishing. But it really hit me because I'm getting old, man. I'm 31. 31 years that means my life is probably half done or let's say if i live to 90 that means it's a third done but this 30 to 60 if i get that this is man these years gonna be crazy crazy why i don't know just is it downhill is it it's kind of where shit hits the fan that's kind of how it feels like i'm playing around but i'm not playing around it's like yeah you're you're doing comedy but it's are you doing comedy? Are you touring headliner? No, I'm trying to work my way up there. Well, you're 31, so uh, you better get your shit together, right? Like that feeling creeps up, but then I drink a little bit, and then that feeling goes away, and it's like, oh, yeah, or I get on stage, and I do well, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'll be fine, but then you have like 15. I just bombed at this open mic because whatever, the new material didn't work, but you convince yourself, oh, it was the audience, they just don't get me. Nah, it was you, that new material sucks, and you work on it, instead of being like, oh, that would be funny if I said this, and then I'll just wing it. Obviously, I'm talking about myself, but um, it seems like once every six months, I have like an amazing set, like, oh my, like one of those great sets in front of 400 people. I get one of those every six months, or maybe even close to like 800 people, which I've done two of those recently. And uh, it's like a drug, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and I'm hooked again. No, I'm, I'm right. I'm good. I'm good with this. Uh, so today's podcast is uh, no news, no politics. I don't want to talk about any of that. It's specifically about one thing that's uh, here. It specifically has to deal with San Antonio comedians and one comedian who was a San Antonio comedian a headliner here, or at least he headlined the clubs. He's a headliner. Um, and now he moved to Houston. But a situation that happened that I've seen it uh, and popping up in other places where female comedians do not feel comfortable with certain male comedians who have histories of being not just chauvinistic in some cases, accusations of rape that they've been, uh, that they're being accused of. 
and um, being thrown, being ostracized. That's right. I looked up that word. That's good editing. I paused it. And I'm like, what's a good word? And then I saw ostracized, and I was just like, and then, and then the computer's like, use this one, dummy. And I used it, and I and I made sure that I clicked on the sound thing so I could hear it. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, a lot of dudes been caught. That was me breaking the tension. I'm saying the rape thing earlier because when people hear that word, it's a trigger word. So they're like, ooh, I don't want to hear this. Um, but those are the allegations that were going around, whether they're true or not. No court. Has, I don't know why I'm being all specific. Anyway, here there was a, a gentleman who no longer lives here. Uh, and he, he moved to Houston from San Antonio, Houston. I hadn't seen him in a while. I was like, I wonder where he's at. Well, uh, he recently did a group message with a promoter, a local promoter, for a show that he was going to headline, and the woman that was going to perform on there, and I don't mean that derogatory, ladies, okay, madams, every, females, I don't mean, that's, I'm making it worse, I'm making it worse by doing that. Um, she, uh, a comedian that I know, because I don't think of it male, female. Once you're a comedian, you're a comedian, you know what I mean? Some real hack crap to say, but it's true. Like, once you're, I'm no longer a, a guy, you're no longer a woman, you are both comedians. So on stage, it's completely different. Now, if somebody assaults you, which he's being accused of doing, uh, mostly verbal. I think they, on the post that I read, they said there was one altercation that was physical. I don't know if that is true or not, so I don't want to say that it was true. But um, I know verbal for sure that they felt assaulted or uncomfortable with him. And this specific group message post, it had um, well, the conversation between the promoter and that specific male comedian and said, is so-and-so going to be there referring to the female comedian? And the promoter said, yes. He goes, well, the, then the male comedian goes, well, I'm going to heckle her. And then later goes, hey, I'm bringing a date. Can I get her in half price for the ticket? And he shows an amputee woman, beautiful woman, uh, large breasts, um, and uh, naked, pretty much. She had panties on, but no legs, no arms. And the f- and it, I and the promoter then says, uh, yeah, sure, that's uh, we can all use her. Is basically, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm actually cleaning it up a little bit of what he said, but he, that's what yeah, ooh. Everybody's in this message together, buddy. Everybody's in this message together. And she saw that and felt very uncomfortable, rightfully so. You know, the, hey, you know, she's a uh, she's not a, a young girl. She's a woman. And when she read that, she was like, well, and after her experiences from before, because he was blocked by her, um, he she felt like, you know what? This needs to be set out in social media and put it on Facebook, on San Antonio Comedy. Which makes us look great all, all the way around. Whether true or not true, makes San Antonio look like, oh, like if you're a girl, like, I wonder if I should do, or a woman, I wonder if I should do comedy. And you're living in San Antonio, and then you go, let me see San Antonio comedy, and you go to the board. Like, you know what? No, no, I don't think I am. Which we need more female comics. We've got like a handful not that you can fit them all in your hand. That's not what, you know what I mean. There's five. There's five. That's what I was trying to say. There's five. The handful is not the right word because then handful of what? And you feel assaulted. Again, comedians, comedians trying to be funny. It's, it's harder to judge if you're like, that was, that was okay. I get, where, I get where you're going with that. Or if you're like, 
you're proving my point that men are misogynistic pigs and so anyway they went uh people came out apparently there was a meeting months prior to this about this uh person's this comedian male comedian's behavior and this was the last straw that made him feel very and the producer got thrown in there too man yeah well because his comment was like ooh. And he apologized on the long thread because I have nothing to do with my because I'm a stay-at-home dad. I was like, I'm going to read this thread. I did. I did read that thread. And I read and I read. And you know what that thread said? That thread said, hey, you're dead. No, I don't know. what. That was dumb. The point what I'm trying to say is, okay, I'll paint you a picture of the type of person that he is. He once went on the comedy page, which is a private page for only... The comedians in San Antonio, but there's Austin, you know, San Antonio area, goes in there and he rates about 30 to 40 comedians. I'm sorry, not rates. He grades them. Yeah, not like you're the funniest to the lowest. No, you're A, you're B, you're C. And some comics have been doing it a long time. Other comics are open micers. And I'd say 70%. Yeah, 70% were Fs. So people were not happy with that. First of all, some of them didn't even know who he was, or they knew who he was, but not really, had no interaction with him, but when they saw that, they didn't like him, and I think that's one of the reasons why the situation with him and his, the, the people who said that he was, um, he aggra- not aggravated him, he assaulted them verbally and so forth, um, those were mainly women comedians. I think the, all the dudes that came on, all the guy comedians, I'm being such a hypocrite because earlier I said the whole thing about there's no male, female comedians, we're all just comedians. All right, just for the point, you get what I'm saying. The male comedians that got on him, yeah, it was, I think it stems from that. They already didn't like him because he's, he's, a, he's a troll, you know what I mean? He'll go out and, and specifically, you know, pick on you and stuff and he's good at it he's really good i mean he has a degree in psychology you know so he's he'll get you (laughs) he'll get you i tell you buddy no but he he'll get under your skin he pissed off he he pissed off a lot of people doing that i mean what you're going to i mean grading people in comedy it's these people are sensitive all right, even though we act like we have thick skin, which we do have thick skin for certain, but when it comes to our jokes, somebody's like, you suck. What you love doing, you suck at it. Like comedy police type style, it's like, ooh. And when you break down people's set, which he would do a lot, he would break down people's set. He would write like crazy. He would come, He was the dude who came with books and everything. Everything just all oh, written out, joke after joke. And he had a lot of new material. He would do a bunch of different material all the time. So, And you know what? He was, he was funny, but the way he treated people... In uh, in his, it's like he, there was no empathy there. There was no, and he was a um, a, not a psychiatrist, a therapist. Oh yeah, a psychiatrist, a therapist for kids. He did that for a while. I guess he just got tired with the kids. Like I'm tired of these weak ass kids. I can't put up with it anymore. I'm just gonna say what's on my mind. I have no empathy for anybody at all. So they had the group together, and that was the last straw. And. They're trying to get. They're trying to get them. I don't know what they're gonna do. There's one post that was crazy. That it's just like, is somebody gonna take care of this? Like get them. Like I was just like, what is that supposed to mean? Because he could use that. He can use that again. Like ooh, I mean, he's not a dumb dude. You gotta remember that. He's not dumb. Made a lot of enemies. 
a lot of enemies, but not dumb. Because it's not just female comedians. Uh, male comedians are coming out against them, too, and the way they, they were treated, the way they were bullied. I know a specific comedian who moved all the way to New York, which that comedian hates. And so for a while, he would troll them and just post stuff like, nah, you should just quit. Which uh, he's my friend, and you should quit, dude. Just stop. Come back. Come back to San Antonio. We'll have open arms for you. And, you know, I can laugh in your face at your failure. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> Don't worry. He doesn't listen to my podcast. He lives in New York. He's doing it. Oh, I'm staying in San Antonio forever. Ugh. But I love San Antonio. It's good. It does make us look bad as a scene, though. Jeez, it makes us look bad as a scene. I was like, ah. When you, when you see that in other scenes, it's like, it's like, Oh, that's just that scene. That's compartmentalized. That's compart. There's compartments in the, that's where it's stationed at. But no, this is this is widespread. It's just every. It it already is male dominant, and then you have a certain group. Not necessarily that he was in this group, because and that's what made it worse. Actually, it's just you know the dumb guys. Just the dumb guy. Like they're cool. Some of them you're friends with, right? But just dumb stuff that comes out of their mouth and just like, isn't this funny? <laughs> it's like no, that was like racist, or that was like just plain bad and vulgar. And you then those guys, you're like, you know what? I kind of do like you because you're you're dumb jokes. I like your dumb jokes. You just accept them for who they are. They know no better. But this comic knows better. But again, I just think no empathy because he's a narcissist. All comedians are narcissists, right? But like a certain level to where like a high level of narcissism to where it's just like, nope. Like where people have Asperger's and they have no, that you can't see if people are happy or sad or they can't read that. There's just no social skills. It's just uh, nobody has social skills. Maybe he can just turn it off and on. Oh, that's a psycho. If that's true, that's a psycho. I don't think he's a psycho. I don't know. Hey, man, if you're listening to this, you know I'm talking about you because I'm going to message you later and say, hey, I talked about you in the podcast. I didn't say your name. Even though I did say your name, that's not your real name. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, um, I forgot where I was going with that. But either way, it sucks. Not only for the people that it happened to, but for the scene as well. Because it makes everything just look bad. Especially that the it seems like the senior comic, a senior comic would be that way. And by what I mean by senior comic, senior comic for the scene. Don't get a big head, man, if you're listening to this. Don't get a big, I am a senior comic. You're a senior citizen, you're old, man. No, but a senior, a headliner, you know what I mean? One of the people look up to you and then you can kind of, you can kind of, you do, you destroy them just mentally and personally like because if you have that if, if you have that background in psychology you can really screw with people especially comics comics are fragile we're a lot of us are very fragile and s- certain quirks will get to us especially when you're new and everything is scary and then someone's just ripping you apart it ugh, it's gotta suck so it was a funny episode, wasn't it? It's a short episode. It's a short episode because it's... What do you expect from me? It's three in the morning. Really? Hmm? You paying me? You paying me to do this? No, you ain't paying... No, I thank you guys for listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate that. Everybody in Texas, all across the country, other countries for listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, September 2nd, I am headlining the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. It's uh, it's going to be fun, man. Um, I was supposed to have Raul 
uh, feature, but he doesn't know because he's opening up at the Paper Tiger for Chris Cubis, so he might not make it. And then George is like, oh, no, I got a week at LOL. So uh, forget you guys, whatever. I don't need you there. Nah, uh, they might. Uh, George, George won't. Raul might. But I definitely will be there, and that's what matters. That's my birthday week. Come on out, man, for my birthday week on September 2nd at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. Uh, $10 at the door. I'm going to charge all my friends 20 bucks though. So y'all still got to come. 20 bucks. Got to buy me a drink. No, I'm just playing. Hit me up. Hit me up. Personal message me. And uh, go to the show. We be headlining that. Also, check out on... Um, Funny or Die. Wow. On Funny or Die, uh, doing a new web series with a few comedians here called Fantasy Football Gets Real. And we've put up two episodes. I'm putting the other episode up on Funny Man Comedy Works. You know how every week, or you might not know, uh, I put up a video on Thursdays. I'm going to put it up right now because I'm not going to put I'm just going to put everything up right now, tonight, right now. All you people, get ready. Oh, anyway, so um, I'm going to post that. But, yeah, that's. And then uh, September, the weekend after that, September 9th through the 11th, I'll be at Laugh Out Loud opening for Willie Barcena. So check that out, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Come check it out, Mike. Uh, funny Man Comedy Works. That's on Facebook. One word, Funny Man Comedy Works. Um, Twitter, Josh Kawasa, Joshua, C-A-B-A-Z-A. You guys know. Go on Twitter. Go on Facebook. Comment, share, like. Again, short podcast today, but uh, hopefully... You guys like it? Discuss. I said my point of view for people who don't know or give a crap about what I say. But you know what? It's the internet, and I can do what I want. All right, I'm just rambling on now. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, I'll be back next week with my son and tell you how my birthday was and fishing and all that other stuff and comedy and probably politics and conspiracy stuff. And it's 3 in the morning, and I'm extremely tired. And good night. I mean, uh, see you next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,